Hello and welcome into Sweet Seats, episode 17 of season 2. Stick around for discussion on the NFL Championship weekend and the NBA All-Star Game coming up in a few weeks. I'm Anthony Schulte and today I'm joined by Kyle Purdy, Ryan Bunt, and Tyler T. Rat Ratliff. How are we doing today, fellas? Doing good, doing good. We're doing great. We're doing good. Great night of uh, sports in Detroit last night. The Red Wings won in overtime and the Pistons stole a win from the Nets. How are we feeling about them? Shocker. Hey, it's a big win, you know. It's a surprise win as well, you know. But they don't have KD, we know that. But they still have a great Kyrie Irving who's playing amazing and an all-star Kyrie Irving, a starter. All-star starter Kyrie Irving, As expected, as expected, though, Kyrie did drop 40. I he mean, did drop yeah. 40, but that couldn't that, that, that didn't stop. Casual 40 piece. Sadiq Bey had 25 points on 10 and 19, shooting 5-8 from 3. He was on fire last night. He couldn't miss. He also had 9 rebounds. And also, Alec Burks with 20 points entering the starting lineup. They benched Killian Hayes coming off of an injury, started Alec Burks. Dwayne Casey said he wanted to win, so he is starting a veteran and... It happened. They got their win. Hey, it yeah. worked out. A win is a win. Absolutely, especially because, I mean, even though the Nets don't have Kevin Durant, they didn't have Kevin Durant last night, they're still yeah. a contender, and they still have Kyrie Irving, very good player, even though he did drop 40 points, like you said earlier, Kyle. This is, I think, a big win for the Pistons, especially we don't have Cade Cunningham right now. And no matter if they don't have KD or we don't have Cade, it's still a big win. Yeah, I mean, uh, when when your young guys could start with Jalen Duran, 17.7 rebounds, had a couple nice finishes at the rack, had a couple great, uh, he had a key block at the end, a chase down block towards the end of the fourth quarter. And Killian Hayes had a good night last night off the bench, 16 points, 50% shooting, five rebounds, three assists. But those three assists were really pretty dimes. They were really, really nice passes. And Jaden Ivey, Jaden Ivey is someone I wanted to touch on because in the first quarter, he couldn't miss. He had the first 12 points for the Pistons. And it was on 100% shooting. So he didn't miss to start the game for the Pistons. He was beating the Nets throughout four minutes into the game, 12 to 11. So, I mean, Jane Ivey, he kind of cooled off in the second half, didn't really have his, his same offensive uh, workload, I guess, as the first half, uh, as he had in the first half. But he also, his connection with Jalen Duran last night was immaculate. He had a couple pretty passes down to Jalen Duran. And you could see that chemistry already building, which is big for the two rookies. Yeah, so... I wanted to touch on this a little bit because as I've started to watch the Pistons more, there's one thing that I've noticed. I'm not saying I like it or I don't like it, but Detroit doesn't have a guy who is playing 39 to 42 minutes a game. All of our guys are mixing up good rotation coming up. I don't know if it's exactly good good rotation, but I'm saying Bogdanovich, 32 minutes. Sadiq Bey, 32 minutes. I mean – and then you go over to the net side, Kyrie Irving played 38 minutes. I mean, yeah. Detroit has a rotation of guys, starters, and coming off the bench. It's not exactly good or bad. I think Anthony can touch a little more on that than I can. But, I mean, Isaiah Livers off the bench 23 minutes. There's guys that are getting in the game. I yes. Mean, it's what you want to see here, especially when you're a young Pistons yeah. team. You're looking to develop those players. Is If you can get a ton of guys, a ton of good minutes, then that's going to turn out great for the future. I think yesterday was Dwayne Casey's most well-coached game of the season. And I have, I've met Dwayne Casey. I've had, I've had the pleasure of meeting Dwayne Casey. He's a great guy. But I don't think he's the coach of the future. I think this season he's been a subpar coach. He's been a bottom, bottom 10 coach in the league easily. And there's not much you can do when you don't have your best player in Kay Cunningham. But when you're, when, when you're trying to get these young guys going, you're trying to get these young guys reps, and you're playing Rodney McGruder, 20 minutes in for a game for a stretch of three games. I mean, Rodney McGruder is, what, 26, 27, but why is Jaden Ivey not playing extended minutes? I mean, Jaden Ivey, he played 32 minutes last night, but he only played 22 minutes against the Knicks or around there. So it's like 
you're playing your your rotations are off. They're not consistent. Some nights, some nights we do have a balanced rotation, like last night. But some nights you also see Bogey's playing 40 minutes, or you see Sadiq Bay's playing 38 minutes, but Sadiq Bay can't make a shot, right? So when Sadiq, you're leaving Sadiq in, and yeah, Sadiq's Sadiq's older. He's 24. He's a part of the young core, but he's 24. And you're leaving guys like Diallo and Knox, who are more trying to prove it than Sadiq. And when Sadiq's not making shots and we're close in the game, we're keeping Sadiq in. That's not winning basketball. We got to build a winning culture here in Detroit. We don't have a winning culture here in Detroit. We have been losers basically since 2010. We we've been losers or mediocre at best. And that's not good. We need to build a winning culture, especially with young guys. And Dwayne Casey's not doing the right job of that. Um, and I think we have to move on to a new coach, but I want to kind of move on to the Red Wings. Red Wings won four to three in overtime. Kyle, what do you think about the Red Wings this year? I know you're the big Red no, Wings I think, guy. Here. I think I'm the Red Wings guy in the room right now. Um, I wanted to touch on Michael Rasmussen. He's been playing amazing. Last three weeks, he's contributed every game. He's at least he's had at least one goal and one assist, or not and and or one assist in the last I think four games it was. He scored again last night, first period, coming out swinging, three fifty four into the game, unassisted too. These are like I like the Red Wings, but I want to see us get a star. I don't think. Dylan Larkin can be considered a star player anymore. He's not a Connor McDavid. He's not an Austin Matthews. Those guys are juggernauts, if you will. But I'm not saying Detroit needs a juggernaut because we have a good young team. But we need a guy who's going to lead that team, and I don't think Dylan Larkin has done a great job of that this season yet. I want to – okay, we, we talked about some Detroit sports. Let's move on to a broader topic, an NBA All-Star. That's coming up in the next couple, couple weeks. And last night on TNT, they announced the All-Star captains and starters. So the ca- it's a little different than most All-Star games. It's not East versus West. There's a pool of players, and you have the two captains, and they select their pool of players. They select their pool of starters, which there are five from the East and five from the uh, West when they can select four each because there's a captain from the West, captain from the East. And then you have your reserves, and you can select from a pool of Eastern and Western Conference reserves. So they're selected as Eastern and Western Conference teams, but they're drafted, so they're mixed up. It's intermixed. And the captains of... The two teams are Giannis Antetokounmpo from the Milwaukee Bucks and LeBron James from the Lakers. LeBron James is doing incredible things at the age of 38. He's averaging 30 points as a 38-year-old, which is insane. And the starters, as voted on from 50% fans, 25% media, and 25% front office, are LeBron, who's a captain, Nikola Jokic from the Nuggets, this is from the Western Conference, Zion Williamson, Stephen Curry and Luka Doncic, who Luka Doncic did suffer a right ankle sprain last night. My fantasy team's not happy with that. And then in the Eastern Conference, you got Giannis Antetokounmpo, the the captain, Kevin Durant, Jason Tatum, Kyrie Irving, and Donovan Mitchell. So I kind of want to do a little bit of our own mini draft here. If you guys were the captains, who would you select for your team? Who would be the five players you select for your team? Real quick before I draft, I do want to say... I do see an odd case here since NBA has switched over to the draft from just East versus West. I'm looking at the West pool and I'm looking at the East pool and I'm seeing a draft that could end up being majority West versus majority East. Now it may switch to where LeBron may get paired up and draft Kevin Durant or Kyrie Irving, but I'm, I'm seeing these starters and I'm seeing a East versus West game. 
I'm seeing a reasonable starting five for both of them. So, yeah. all right, who wants to get started with Ryan? Let's get started with you on the draft. All right, so like, if let's say I'm taking for LeBron James, LeBron James, you know, he's a big forward, or he can play as a big guard as well, you know. And so you got to think, you got to get in the minds of these players, you know. You got to see who would they take with their number one overall pick. I think if you're LeBron James, I think you take Luka Doncic. I think he's the best player available. He's in the West. They're, you know, sort of friends. They know him. I think LeBron talked about wanting to sign Luka to his shoe company if he was going to make that at some point. And then second pick, you know, you got to go for another great player. Um, I think you could see Kevin Durant get taken. You know, he's yep. a great player, solid. And then another guard. You, you could t- see LeBron taking Kyrie Irving. You know, the good friends. They played on Cleveland together. Yeah. So you could see that happening. And then if you want to go for a big center, you're going to want to go for Nikola Jokic. I mean, there's no one else that can compare to what Nikola Jokic has done this season in terms of points, rebounds, and assists. Yeah, he's a triple. He's a triple double machine. Even when he's injured, he has that hamstring injury. He came back for a game and dropped a triple double. It was it was insane to watch. Uh, Tyler, what's your draft here? Well, I mean, majority of my draft right here, just from looking at the people that LeBron did pick in the actual draft, is pretty much the same thing except for one player that I do kind of disagree with here in this case, and that's Zion Williamson. Zion Williamson, without a doubt, I mean, he's a great player, but. To be a starter over some of these people that were picked, like, for example, the center for the Philadelphia 76ers, Joel Embiid, was not picked to be a starter. And for years now, Joel Embiid has been one, I would say, top three best centers in the NBA. And he wasn't picked. And he was picked over an undersized power forward that didn't really do much last year. And he's having a pretty good year this year. But to be a starter in the NBA, all-star game, that's, that's a pretty big deal. Yeah. But... For my picks, I would go with first round Steph Curry. When you put really? LeBron and Steph on the same team, Whoa. I just feel like that's magic right there. I don't know. Some people might disagree when say Luca instead, but I don't know why. I'm more of a Steph Curry guy right now than Luca for whatever reason. And then the second pick, I'm gonna do the same thing that Ryan did. You got KD on the same team. And when you put three veteran players such as Curry, LeBron, and KD on the same team, I feel like that's just that's just amazing right It'll there. Be that's, fun to watch. Yeah, it'll be fun it's to a watch. Magical trio. That's just a trio that's unstoppable right there. And then after that, I would probably go with another shocking pick. And he's not a starter on either team right here. But I would go with John Morant. John Morant is one of the most electrifying players in the NBA. We've seen dunks from this guy all over on social media that are just insane, like jumping over people left and right. So I feel like if you add him with the trio of Curry, Durant, and LeBron, that's just going to make them even better. So you think you think John Morant should have been selected the starters? I do. I believe that John Morant should have been selected over Donovan Mitchell. I do. Well, it's it's east and west, so he can't be selected. Yeah, over that's I'm the just saying downside like, of when you got the separation between yeah, east and west, because yeah. you get a guy like Zion that should not really be starting, especially because the games he missed, and you get a guy like Joel Embiid who doesn't get the starting spot. Same with a great player like John Morant and Shea Gilgeous Alexander, also out west. That also, I think both of those guys could have been starters if it wasn't east and west over Donovan Mitchell and Kyrie Irving. I 100% agree. Kyle, what are you thinking for your starters? All right, so. I don't want to get political here, but oh we all political. no, this not really political, but we all know what happened with Kyrie Irving at the beginning of the season okay, with, sure. his, with the removal yep. of Adidas, playing with I mean, no branded shoes and still dropping 45 points or whatever it was. I don't care. But my point is, if I'm on, if I'm LeBron, I'm going to take Kyrie Irving first. Kyrie Irving first. 
I like that there. Wow. I've I've watched Kyrie Irving lately. I've been impressed with it. I'm just gonna go Kyrie Irving one. Hear me okay, out. So a little bit of recency bias in that. Hear me Here out. Is. Hear me out. Number two, if he's still there, and I don't think he will be, I'll go Luca. I'll take Kyrie Luca as guards because LeBron will play front court. Okay. Okay. Um, third overall, I am gonna go Nikolai Jokic. Okay. So that's number three. So we got two front courts, two guards. Now here is LeBron's decision. Is he going to take another guard or will he take a bigger body as a starter? Um, and I think I want Donovan Mitchell over Jason Tatum. I like that. Donovan Mitchell, he's been playing unbelievable. Last dropped few weeks. 71. Yeah, dropped 71. Drop 71. I mean, he's been putting up great numbers. I mean, besides the 71-point game, you can say, oh, yeah, that was an amazing game, but that might have been his only game. No. He's yeah. been a very consistent player for the Cavs, and that was a great pickup for the Cavs. People were a little questionable after how Utah finished their season last year, losing that um, losing that series. But I like Donovan Mitchell. I love Donovan Mitchell. He's I think he's going to be a starter. All right, those are some wonderful picks. But I want to I want to jump over to the NFL because it's a big weekend in the NFL this weekend. Huge. It's championship weekend, baby. Championship weekend in the NFL, and we have some great matchups: Chiefs and Bengals, Eagles and Niners. I want to get your guys' game picks and kind of what you guys see is going to shake out and end up dumping into the Super Bowl in a couple weeks. Let's start over with uh, Tyler. Okay, so I want to start off here with the 49ers and the Eagles. This is the first game I want to talk about because, well, for most of you, some of you know this, I'm a huge Cowboys fan. I can't stand no. the <laughs> I cannot stand oh the 49ers whatsoever. But at the same time, the Eagles are in the same division as the Cowboys. Cowboys had a great year, but obviously Eagles had a better year, so... They, a lot of teams had a better year than the Cowboys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Many, many, many. Lions almost had a better year than the Cowboys. Well, we still made the playoffs. So, but anyway, back to the game. I the last thing I want is the 49ers to go to the Super Bowl. I don't want the 49ers to go to the Super Bowl. I want Jalen Hurts and AJ Brown to come out and absolutely dominate the 49ers defense and make it to the Super Bowl. And then to the next game, the Bengals and the Chiefs. You got two heavyweight quarterbacks going at it here. You have Joe Burrow in the Cincinnati Bengals, and then you have the king himself, Patrick Mahomes, in the Kansas City Chiefs. People talked about coming into this season, was will Patrick Mahomes be able to produce at the high level that he did in previous seasons because he doesn't have Tyreek Hill? He has proved people absolutely wrong, is still remaining in some people's opinions as the best quarterback in the NFL. And... I think coming into this game, I personally think that after last year and everything with Mahomes being eliminated in the playoffs, I think the Chiefs are going to take the dub in this one. And I got Eagles and Chiefs in the Super Bowl this year. All right. Uh, Kyle, you seem to disagree. Um, I, don't, I don't exactly disagree because I do think the Chiefs are out for blood this year. Um, but my last name is Purdy. <laughs> I like to say that I'm related to Brock Purdy, even though it's clear that I'm not. You kind of look like him, though. I'll be honest. Like there is some resemblance there. Because, you know, I don't know. I don't think I'm as athletic as he is. But anyway, he's in the NFL. So, uh, 49ers, Eagles. I like the history here. And I think that San Francisco right now and in, like, weeks 15, 16, 17, best defense in the league undoubtedly best defense in the league and I think that a young quarterback like Jalen Hurts who is having an MVP caliber season 
I think in an NFC Championship game, which he hasn't been to before, he might collapse under the pressure. I'm not saying he will, but I think he might. With those odds, I like San Francisco here, and I think that San Francisco's offensive line, I think their defense, and I think their skill backs can help Brock Purdy push the way. Again, Brock Purdy's nerves too, but I still do think that San Francisco is going to take that game there. Close, very close. Um, moving over to Cincinnati, Kansas City, Mahomes is banged up. That's the thing that's throwing everybody in like NFL fans into a world. Is Mahomes going to be 100%? And I don't think he's going to be 100%. I watched him play. Of course, he's still unbelievable. I think Mahomes with one leg is the third best quarterback in the league. I'm just going to put that out there right now. But, um, yeah, Cincinnati was very dominant against the Bills. Very dominant. They went into the Bills' house in a snow game, which the Bills are notorious for, and dominated. And so I think it's going to be a repeat. I'm going to go Cincinnati-San Francisco, exactly opposite of Tyler. I'm going to go Cincinnati-San Francisco in the Super Bowl. I like that there. All right, Ryan. Okay. What do you got? I, I really like those picks. I'm going to go with those exact same picks. Let's I go, Ryan. You look at the 40 I, – I accept I do not want that to happen. I don't want the 49ers to beat the Eagles. I think it would be so much more fun to see the Eagles in the playoffs. I'm not a big 49ers Again, guy. Again, Brock Purdy, Kyle Purdy. But I, I mean, think the 49ers, on. they're going to be dominant up front. I think that O-line and that D-line is what's going to decide the game for them. I think if the 49ers skill position players have the time to get open, Brock Purdy's going to find them. Like, there's no way – that if Brock Purdy gets the time and you give Debo Samuel, Christian McCaffrey, George Kittle the time, he's going to find them. And one thing that I want to look at for the Eagles is that Jalen Hurts has yet to really use his legs in his two playoff appearances. His two playoff appearances, all he has is 68 rushing yards. Are they protecting him, 68 though? 68 rushing yards. But if he does use those, his legs, he's going he's gonna to need them to extend plays and steal extra yards. But he hasn't done that so far this playoffs, and especially because he's banged up. Yeah. He's biased, ladies and gentlemen. I'm biased. All right, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna put in my picks here. I w- I like the Bengals against the Chiefs, and here's why: the the Chiefs. They're I'm kind of bored of the Chiefs. I'm I'm gonna be completely me honest. Too. I'm kind of bored of the Chiefs. And me personally, what I want, I want the Bengals to win. And the Bengals. I mean, Joe Burrow. I mean, he's a great quarterback. Jamar Chase, one of my favorite young receivers in the league. They've got a great running back in Joe Mixon. They've got a solid defense. Even though I don't like Eli Apple. Um, no sir. No. I think Cincinnati's gonna. It's gonna be very close. It's gonna be a very, very, very close game. But I think Cincinnati's gonna pull away by a field goal. Now Niners and Eagles. I could see it going either way. I don't necessarily care who comes out of, out of the NFC. I like both teams. I like the Eagles because you know Jalen Hurts is a fun young player. They've got a great receiving core. Miles Sanders was on my fantasy team. So yeah, I like the Eagles. I love their offensive line. 49ers, I love the Brock Purdy story. Uh, Debo Samuel again, one of my one of my favorite receivers in the league, and they have a stellar defense. If I were to make a prediction, I'm going to go with 49ers, kind of joining the uh, Purdy and, and Ryan uh, hype train here. Uh, I'm going to go Bengals 49ers, even though I can definitely see it going the Eagles way, and I wouldn't be mad at a Bengals Eagles Super Bowl. But even if the Chiefs make it, it would be kind of cool to see Mahomes win another ring. I mean, e- no matter who makes it to the Super Bowl, it's going to be a fun watch, and it's going to be a fun to uh see what goes down there in the super bowl but sadly that's all the time we have for today's show tune in tuesday for a recap of this weekend's championship games we just went over with the zach hayes for ryan bunn tyler ratliff kyle purdy i've been anthony schulte saying so long